everyone, and welcome to Chill Pill. My name is Emma Ives, and I am the creator slash host of this fabulous podcast. I created this podcast since I love all things medicine. I love reading about it. I love talking about it. And my roommates were getting kind of sick and tired of hearing about it. I'm not a medical professional, so I'll never give any advice on the medical stuff. Please seek out your primary care physician for advice. I will link all my sources in the description, as well as mention them throughout the podcast. Happy New Year. Wow, I have been really absent. Being a fourth year biology student is a lot of work, but I'm almost done. All I have left to do is pick out a pharmacy school, which I think is easier said than done. Well, it has certainly been a very interesting year. Back in January, I didn't think I would be going to school virtually for almost three semesters now, but yet here we are. New Year's is a time for reflection on how the year has gone and looking forward to what's ahead. Here at Chill Pill, I'm going to be doing just that, as well as make some resolutions. I'm going to be looking back at all the awesome science that occurred this year. Some of this science has been sidelined due to COVID, so I'll be highlighting these moments especially. Let's start off with January. Scientists discovered the oldest material on Earth, and it's not a dinosaur. In 1969, a meteorite crashed in Murchison, Australia it had a few hitchhikers on board. This meteorite contains stardust that has been determined to be 7 billion years old, with a B. The researchers at the Field Museum of Chicago determined this stardust was made of pre-solar grains, dust that is between 4 million to 3 billion years older than our sun. For your information, our sun was made about 4.6 billion years ago. Our universe is filled with pre-solar dust from dying stars. That's what happens when you don't have a cleaning lady. But none has ever been found on Earth, mostly due to planetary processes that changed this dust while the planet was forming. And in case you were curious, according to Janika Greer, the process of grinding up the meteorite to obtain the dust smelled like rotten peanut butter. This meteorite, as well as other meteorites, can be found in the Field Museum's collection. scientists discovered two novel drugs to treat antibiotic-resistant bacteria. They came from the glycopeptide family of antibiotics and are produced by soil bacteria. Most of you probably didn't know this, but a lot of our antibiotics come from bacteria that live in the soil. These two drugs, called corbamycin and complistatin, block the function of the bacterial cell wall. Drugs like penicillin disrupt the building process, causing the cell to die from metaphorical exposure. However, these drugs prevent the cell wall from being broken down. Restructuring the cell wall is necessary for the cell to grow and divide. Instead, the bacterial cell is now trapped in its own little prison. March came with a lot of studies published around COVID, including the impact worldwide shutdown had on the environment. But one cool non-COVID discovery came from European Southern's observatory in Chile. The VLT, Very Large Telescope, not kidding, that is what it's called, was studying the chemistry of exoplanet WASP-76b. It discovered it rains molten iron. The same side of WASP-76b points toward the star it's orbiting. This side of the planet is 2400 degrees Celsius, which is hot enough to vaporize metals. On the night side, the temperature is about 1400 degrees Celsius, cold enough that the iron possibly condenses into rain. The world's longest organism was located off the western part of Australia. 
the 46-meter, 150-feet-long Cinephore was located 625 meters below the waves. The Schmidt Ocean Institute discovered it as well as 29 other potentially new marine species. A cinephore is a collection of organisms that clone themselves and join to one another in long chains. They are sort of like jellyfish in that they use stingers to paralyze their prey. The group used a remotely operated vehicle to dive to depths of 4.5 kilometers to observe ocean life. They also discovered large communities of glass sponges and for the first time, the bioluminescent tannings octopus squid and a long-tailed sea cucumber. May saw astronauts leave U.S. soil for the first time since 2011. Astronauts Robert Behnken and Douglas Harley, as well as their very cute, very small, sparkly dinosaur, took off from Kennedy Space Center in Florida aboard SpaceX's Crew Dragon spacecraft. After the discontinuation of the space program, NASA's astronauts had to fly to Russia to go to the International Space Station, costing millions of dollars a seat. This flight made it the first time a commercial aerospace company carried humans into orbit. NASA hopes to partner with the private sector in the future to send its astronauts to space, including in 2024 when NASA hopes to return to the moon with the Artemis missions. CRISPR-Cas9 and other CRISPR-related discoveries headlined this year. In June, two people with beta thalassemia and one person with sickle cell anemia no longer needed blood transfusions after having their bone marrow stem cells edited using CRISPR. A little bit more on CRISPR later. Both of these diseases affect hemoglobin, which is necessary to successfully carry oxygen in blood cells. The current treatment option uses regular blood transfusions to give patients functioning red blood cells. Using CRISPR, genes that normally turn off fetal hemoglobin production are disabled in bone marrow stem cells, while the rest of the bone marrow cells are killed using chemotherapy. The stem cells replace the bone marrow cells. After a few months of treatment, no one had any adverse effects to gene editing. However, they did experience side effects due to chemo. The study has been put on hold due to COVID, but the study leads are confident this technique can be used for other genetic blood disorders in the future. 2020 also saw many leaps and bounds toward the goal of returning to the moon by 2024 and continued presence on the moon by 2028. July was no exception. On July 30th, the Perseverance rover started its journey toward Mars and expected to land in Jezero Crater in February. Its mission is to search for signs of life and send evidence back to Earth. It is also equipped with Ingenuity, a small helicopter which will be flight tested for the first time on Mars. The goal is to gather enough data to benefit future rover missions, as well as human travel to Mars. If you remember back in July, I wrote an entire podcast dedicated to NASA's next steps in human spaceflight and what it would mean for pharmacy. Space exploration, and pretty much space in general, is my favorite topic after medicine. Just wanted to say, NASA still hasn't offered me a job, but I think I have plenty of time. Also, no word from the creators of Star Trek if the next series will have a pharmacist on board, but we can still hope as well as tweet at them repeatedly. Global climate change is a continuing issue that impacts every aspect of human life. This year saw some of the effects of the increasing average temperature. In August, the Ohio State University, soon to be my alma mater, reported that the Greenland ice sheet now has irreversible damage. They used 40 years of satellite data to observe the amount of ice shrinking each year. Even if we found a way to reverse the effects of climate change and cool the planet, the ice sheet would continue to shrink. 
The snowfall that replenishes this ice sheet cannot keep up with the amount being lost on a yearly basis. Throughout the 80s and 90s, the balance between snow and ice has remained constant. However, starting in 2000, this balance shifted more toward ice melting and less snow accumulating. This ice floats into the Atlantic Ocean, resulting in rising sea levels worldwide. results of a genome analysis of more than 400 Viking skeletons showed that they weren't all Scandinavian. The study showed there were genes from Asia and Southern Europe that entered the Scandinavian population before the Viking Age. 6% of the UK genetic populations has Viking DNA. When they re-examined these burials, they found some of those buried with Viking memorabilia were not actually genetic Vikings. Televisions portray Vikings as running around Europe, raiding and pillaging as they go. However, this study believes early-age Viking raiders were composed of family groups and were more isolated. They also discovered that most Vikings had brown hair, not blonde, as previously thought. So they looked a little less like Thor and a little more like Loki. In October, the Nobel Prize for Chemistry went to Emmanuel Carpentier and Jennifer Doudna for their discovery of CRISPR-Cas9. CRISPR-Cas9 is a pair of genetic scissors, a part of the bacteria's innate immune system. This naturally occurring molecule destroys viral DNA by cutting it up before it can harm the bacteria. The molecule can be programmed to cut at a specific point on DNA, allowing easy access for scientists to modify the strand in any way they want. Since its discovery in 2012, its use has revolutionized the scientific field. It has been used in plants to make them resistant to drought. In medicine, it's been used to create therapies to treat cancer and other genetic disorders. The discovery of CRISPR is important to me personally. I had to attend a lecture in high school from a college professor at Indiana University who studied its uses. This was the first time I had ever heard about CRISPR. It dawned on me that medicine is what I wanted to pursue in the future because of applications like these. I now hear about CRISPR in every biology and biochemistry class and microbio class and molecular genetics class, and its uses never cease to amaze me. 2020 was not the year for the Great Barrier Reef. It experienced a mass bleaching event in April as a result of higher water temperature. Coral bleaching occurs when coral expels the symbiont that live in coral and give it pigment. The symbiont can then no longer make food for the coral and the coral starve. The Great Barrier Reef provides several key functions for the environment in Australia, one of which provides a barrier from storms coming in from the east from hitting the continent. Mass coral bleaching events kill off parts of the reef, making these tropical storms hit the continent harder. In November, the Living Coral Biobank began collecting samples of over 800 hard coral species. They'll be housed in a facility in Port Douglas planned to be completed by 2025. For now, they'll be in holding tanks in Cairns. As a backup for the facility, the corals will have counterparts in private and public aquariums all over the world. This stock will ensure the continuation of the reef and allow for restoration of the reef in the future should anything bad happen. saw two COVID vaccines, one from Moderna and one from Pfizer, approved by the FDA and made available to healthcare workers and various other members of the public. Both vaccines use mRNA to teach the immune system to detect the viral spike protein located on the virus and stop it. The mRNA causes your immune system to make antibodies to eliminate them as well as this viral spike protein. These antibodies are not destroyed and can be used later if they come in contact with the virus. The Pfizer vaccine is 95% effective in adults 16 or older, and Moderna's efficacy is about 94.1% in adults 18 or older. Both vaccines require two doses. 
Like any vaccine, both carry potential side effects. Pfizer recommends that a risk assessment be made in individuals who have a history of severe allergic reactions to vaccines. While serious allergic reactions did not occur in the Moderna trials, it is likely the FDA will make the same recommendation to those with a history of severe allergic reactions. 2020 was not just about COVID in terms of science. Significant contributions were made to our understanding of the cosmos as well as our understanding of our own oceans. More and more studies brought to light the dangers of climate change and how it directly impacts all of us. Advancements were made in the realm of medicine, especially for those with genetic conditions and those with cancer. All of the science done in 2020 will spur new ideas and provide foundations for other areas of study. I, for one, am grateful this year is over and look forward to what is in store for the next. Have a safe and happy new year. I am not a medical professional, so please consult your primary care physician for advice if you were intrigued by anything you heard today. I do all my own research and my sources are linked in the description, so please give all those scientists your love. The intro music was done by Cooper Wood and the artwork was done by me. You can follow me on Twitter at CP underscore capital with Emma Ives and Instagram at, at chillpill with Emma Ives. Thanks for listening to Chill Pill and remember, be kind and wear a mask.